Hey, it's Ella. I wanted to let you know that this bonus episode, it's actually a Facebook Live interview that I did with Bonnie Kelly. It will sound a little different than usual because of that. But if you'd like to see the full video, you can just go to the show notes at onairwithella.com slash 174. That's the number of this episode. Or you can go to the On Air With Ella Facebook page and grab it. Also, Bonnie has a crazy offer for $2,000 worth of personal coaching with her for just three of my listeners. That's for a really limited time. So if you're listening to this much past the post date, that's probably extinct. But if you're grabbing this in real time, just get to the show notes for more info, okay? All right, that's it. Enjoy this conversation with Bonnie Kelly. Welcome. You're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hi guys, you are on air with Ella, Facebook Live, and with my dear friend, Miss Bonnie Kelly. Hey Bonnie. Hi guys, hello, hello. Okay, so I'm doing something different. First of all, uh, I'm on camera, so blech. But secondly, (laughs) I'm going to try to take this content today and convert it to a podcast. So if you listen to us via podcast, you'll, it'll sound slightly different than it normally does. So anyway, thanks for, thanks for bearing with me, Bonnie. Oh, I love it. I love being innovative. You guys, Bonnie Kelly and I have worked together for a long time. You've heard her on my show a couple times. Yeah. Bonnie came to our April retreat in Scottsdale, Arizona and blew people away. Bonnie, that was amazing to have you there. But the content was so good. I was like, I can't limit it just to the retreat. Like, I really want to bring you back. And we thought it'd be fun to shake things up and, and do this live today. But I want to go ahead, Bonnie, and just get right to it because okay. I know we have just a limited time today and I'd like to start, I'd like mm-hmm. to start talking. So, just in general, one of the things that I appreciate about you most, Bonnie, is that your belief and your own personal testimony to the power of transformation. And one yeah. of the reasons it means so much to me, it's so near and dear to my heart, is because I believe, as you well know, that we are so much more in control of our choices yeah. and even of not always our circumstances, but how we respond to our circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. And you have such a good way of breaking this down to the individual level and helping people just kind of go beyond and break boundaries that they've created themselves um, to end their cycle of self-sabotage, to release some of the garbage that's holding them back, conquer fears and, and find a little self-compassion along the way. So no big deal. Yeah. (laughs) No big deal at all. But I love what you just said, because you're talking about emotional responsibility. And I think, you know, we're all victims to circumstances, right? I mean, we have things that happen to us, whether it's in our childhood, whether it's in our adult lives, whether it's in, you know, just, you know, through this journey we call life. I mean, we all have these moments that really break us down. And sometimes what happens is that that breakdown never ends and we suffer, you know, indefinitely or for more people, I think than anything, we suffer in subtle ways where you're not even aware that you're suffering as a result of these mini or big breakdowns that have happened in our adolescence. And so what Ella was just saying, you know, why we're such good friends is the fact that we both are huge champions of taking emotional responsibility. I mean, one of the most quoted things from my book is it's not your fault and it's your responsibility, 
right? It's not your fault of why you're stuck in a cycle of self-sabotage or you're just trapped in your insecurities and your doubt and your fear and your hurt and your pain. And it's your responsibility. And when we can take ownership of that, we can radically transform, you know, everything that's in our existence from our finances to our relationships, to our business, to our clients, everything. I love that. And the other thing that I think that we do a good job of recognizing and and something that really resonated in April at the retreat was, you know, a lot of my people and the people that are watching today, like they're happy people, Bonnie, like life is good. You know what I mean? I mean, your story and your background and you, you guys, if you haven't heard it, you need to not only get Bonnie's book, which I'll link to here, but also go back and listen to episode 88. Like we won't, we won't drag through that traumatic story again. But when I tell you Bonnie has a story of transformation, I mean, it couldn't actually be more extreme. So I would encourage you to go back after this and listen to episode 88. Now that said, most of the people that are joining us today, most of the people that tend to sort of congregate in this community, Bonnie, with me Mm -hmm. are like, they're happy, but they want more. So they're doing a lot right. And they are not like, they don't consider themselves on the struggle bus. And yet there's something in them that in some area of their life or in a few areas of their life is holding them back and they can't like they can't get past it so you touched on a few so whether it's your professional life whether it's your Mm -hmm. intimate relationship whether it's a social relationship or just a familial relationship to your financial health and well-being like wherever you are whatever slice of that life wheel balance that we want to focus on i know i know that we all whether we consider ourselves sufferers or high achievers we're all like victim or conqueror of our self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. Yes, correct. You know, and that's actually what I always say is like our perfect student isn't somebody who's still lost in the story or the victim. You know, we, we will typically, we, we evaluate and then we're going to refer, you know, it's really what we call graduates of therapy. It's the people who have done some of the work, right. Uh, who are living great lives, but are still really stuck. And this is where my work resonates so well with your tribe and resonates so well with you is, you know, because of the fact that we're not, you know, we're functional people, but yet we know, and it's like, here, listen, If you're watching this, you know that you're still in your own way to some degree, okay? And this is where, because like um, uh, Ella always talks about radical responsibility, right? This is where it's like radical ownership. Like you have to take ownership of your participation in how you're limiting yourself. And when we can get brutally honest about that, and when I say brutally honest, it means admitting things about ourselves nobody would want to admit, right? That you might be playing victim when it comes to relationships or your finances or your diet and nutrition. Yeah, if you're in a cycle of, you know, that yo-yo dieting, um, in any of those areas where you're, you make money and then you have no money, you're, you have money and you have, you have money and then no money, right? Like, I mean, all of these cycles are functional, healthy people that are struggling in little ways, not massive ways that are, are necessarily, you know, just going to sabotage your whole life, but they're a nuisance enough that it weighs on you to some degree. And that's what we can change. And that's where we can start taking that responsibility to be able to say, okay, wait a minute, how am I participating? How has my past participated in this? You know, how has my brain kind of working against me on the subconscious level? And what can I do to be able to change it? Because the truth is, you don't have to keep suffering. You don't have to be doomed to live this out for the rest of your life. You can change any aspect, any aspect of yourself that does not serve you. But it requires your commitment to digging deep within yourself to do so. 
A hundred percent. One of the things I was going to ask you is how do you help people discover why they keep getting trapped in these cycles in whichever area of their life that they are? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I love this question because it's so in depth and honestly, it took me and my team a long time to really try to figure out, okay, what is the most simple and simplest way we can explain this? And it kind of boils down to three different points. And I know you and I are going to dive into this a little bit today, which is what we call the root release and resolve formula. Uh, and these three steps is really what we take people on a journey, uh, into radically changing their belief system, uh, to shattering through their insecurities, through their doubts, through their fears, through their procrastination, their avoidance, you know, learning to use their voice, but it boils down to those three principles. So I don't know if you want to dive into that now. I or do. I do. Root, release, and resolve. resolve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about root. And I know I would guess just by the nomenclature that root's pretty deep. And I know we just yeah. have to skip across the surface, but that's fine. Like just share with me kind of yeah. what that process looks like, because I know that you work with individuals and you work in groups and, and we'll share with people how to, how you do that and some yeah. opportunities that you have for them to do that. But, but yeah, so let's, let's do this at a 30,000 foot level and talk to me about root. Right. So the root is where all of your power resides, right? I mean, if you think about a tree, the roots of the tree, this is where, what creates the stability for the tree to grow. It's what gives all the uh, nutrients for the tree. It, this is how it finds water, right? It spreads deep, it spreads wide. And the, the tree roots, you know, aren't just going one particular area. They're going to spread out over a mass area to cover as much ground as they can. Well, when we find these, these levels of self-sabotage, right? So we have this behavior that isn't serving us. Well, what we need to do is we need to dig under the surface because a lot of times we're always so focused on what you see above the ground and we're not paying attention to what's below the ground. And what's below the ground is the fuel. And this is what continues to keep it stuck. I mean, it would be another reference if we're using roots is like if you went into your garden and you have all these weeds and you decide, I'm just going to mow over them right? I mean, temporarily, it's going to solve the problem. You're not going to see any of the weeds, but those weeds are going to come back stronger and fiercer and uh, more resilient than they were before. So when we're talking about really getting to end these cycles indefinitely, so permanently, right? So if we're talking about diet and fitness, right? Like one of my students, we got to um, really get to the root of this and figure out, okay, why does she keep yo-yo dieting? Why is she just keeping this up down where I'm healthy? I'm not healthy, healthy, not healthy. And the no one's done that before. That. No one listening has ever <laughs> well, done I that before. Too, okay? <laughs> I want to say that like, I am preaching what I have learned and I have recovered from myself. Okay. So no judgment here. Um, but I really want to share Like, I mean, this was so profound. You know, she thought, her problem that she needed another plan right above the surface. She needed a fitness plan. She needed, you know, to hire a, uh, a, a instructor to, you know, to uh, food prep every day, which all yes. Okay. But without knowing what's under the surface, like what's driving this behavior, you only have temporary results, right? You can only motivate yourself for so long until your autopilot kicks in. Well, when we really dug under the surface, what we discovered for her was like under the root was that, the weight was in her mind was her safety. It was like a security blanket that she was holding onto. And if, if she let go of that, the brain literally, when we got to the root, it was like, she was like, oh my gosh, if I let this weight go, I, I'm afraid I'm going to die. 
Like it was that intense for her, even though she, you know, she's like, it doesn't make logical sense. Emotionally, right. that's what it was. Right. When we traced it down further, all of a sudden we're connecting this to a moment where she felt sexually just scared. She wasn't violated. She just got sexually scared um, in her adolescence that she was in danger or something bad was happening. And so all of a sudden, you know, she, she said, I have to, I can't look good. I, I need to protect myself and put on this layer of weight. So when we talk about getting to the root, it really means like connecting to the emotional side of things. Like what, like what, not just why you do things, right? Because a lot of times the why you do things is still in the surface level excuses, okay? Oh, I do this because my husband's a jerk or I do this because my boss is mean. I, you know, no, 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 no. Getting under the surface means that we really have to take a look at not only like what is the primary motivator, where it came from, and how this is, is spread itself throughout all of our behaviors. Because that inconsistency, I bet, shows up in more than one area of your life. Yeah, and for we can sure. get to the, it's huge. For sure. I think that um, I think that some of the physical manifestations are so easy to relate to. What I think is even more interesting is how people do this when it comes to like their professional lives or their money story. People yes. do this with their money story and they don't understand. Like they think it's they think it's it's cash flow. They think it's in and then it's out. And so many of us don't realize that there's actually a narrative that we're telling ourselves the entire time and that there is a story there that we can't get past until we identify what the root is. I love, I love that you start there. And plus, doesn't everything start with self-awareness and asking yourself the tough questions? Yeah. And, and many people, again, like you have a very conscious crowd, right? So we might think we know the answer, but a lot of times we still don't know what to do with it, right? Or we might know that, you know, if you've read my book, like you might know, oh, well, Bonnie, I know my negative core belief, right? My negative core belief is I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. And it's like, okay, knowing that is, is one step, but knowing what to do with that and how to systematically begin to just rid your life of that is a whole nother conversation. And that's where you get into the relief. Yeah. Well, and that's where having a coach can be so helpful because you're right. A lot of us are actually, we've sort of done the work or we, we know enough just to be dangerous and people are still like, yeah, but what, what do I do about it? Or what's next? Or, okay, so what? And so, yes. so you're saying that that's where, that's kind of where you lead people into release. Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Cause Talk once to we get that. to the root, you know, I mean, and again, the root is, it's actually a bigger map. You know I mean? I, I want to make sure to make this last point about this. Cause it's really important is that it's not just identifying necessarily one aspect. It's just like the tree roots, right? They're spread out far and they're infecting uh, true roots aren't infecting, but the virus of the mind is yeah. infecting, right? Different areas. And we really want to scope and draw a map of all of that. So when I say get to the root, we really want to investigate that. So once we have that deeper understanding of just how unconsciously these behaviors are play out, where the fear is connected to this, where our insecurities, where our past, like all of these dimensions, right? How all this pays attention. Now we need to release it. And release happens in a lot of different degrees in a lot of different ways, right? There's the, um, the, the logical, you know, physical way that we're releasing. Um, but there's also really got to be this emotional release. And, you know, one of my favorite practices, uh, that I, I always come back to and, and it's, it's, it's a part of what most people have no idea that they need is forgiveness. Ooh, that's a big one. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you mean most people need it for themselves or they need it in their lives? I can see it both. Yeah. Okay. It depends on the story and it depends on the person, right? When we talk about the narrative, like how are you holding on to the story? Uh, if there's elements of blame, uh, then, or, you know, resentment or anger, which is normal. Okay. So don't beat yourself up if that's where you're at. Like it's okay. But if that is, if that's that, then we need to forgive the people who have the injustice, the people have hurt us. Um, you know, the situations, God, even like whatever it is for you, we need to release a lot of that trapped emotion there. Okay. Now for us, you know, I think in more cases than not, we need to learn to practice forgiveness with ourselves. I mean, let me ask you this, Ella, how hard are people on themselves? I don't know what you're talking about, Bonnie. Um, <laughs> we are arguably, you have, you have people with really unhealthy relationships and unhealthy dynamics and, and perfectly healthy people can have some of those dynamics in their life. That goes without saying, but I would submit to you that most people here with us right now yeah. are harder on themselves than they are on anyone else in their sphere. Yes. We hold ourselves to a standard that is, cannot ever be accomplished. Okay. Hear that again. You hold yourself to a standard that cannot ever be accomplished because what you're trying to accomplish is perfection. And you know what? There's no such thing. Life is, is just a mess. It's these beautiful imperfections in every aspect of your life. Everything is imperfect. I mean, I use the example of an apple tree, right? We're walking through an orchard and say you just grab two apples and you're holding them. Are they exactly alike? No, right? They're different. They're unique. But which one's perfect? Because they're their nature's creation, right? They're they're like divinely created between the sunshine and it. But which one's perfect? Because they're both different. And the reality is none of them are. You can pick a thousand apples and none of them are exactly the same. They're going to be different. And so what happens is that we hold ourselves to the standard that says, okay, society says I need to have this kind of money, this kind of marriage, this kind of weight, this kind of whatever. And we've been conditioned with this over and over again. And so we feel that I have to meet my parents' expectations and I have to meet society expectations and I have to meet, you know, social and family and all of these, my religion and all of these dynamics that says, this is how I have to be. And we try to strive for perfection, the perfect PTA mom, the, the perfect, you know, church, uh, you know, board member, the perfect, whatever. And we fail and we fail. And all of a sudden little bits of ourselves, little bits get just chomped away. It says, see, there you are. There it is. This is why you suck. This is why you're not enough. This is why you're whatever. And we deny it or we pretend that that doesn't exist, but it just kind of cor corrodes, right? It's like rust. It's not something that just happens one day. It just is over time. It starts to corrode our, um, our joy and our happiness. And this is where forgiveness is, needs to come in is that we need to forgive ourselves for being so cruel, for being so harsh, for being so rigid, for being so unfair with ourselves and then reconditioning ourselves to feel and be a different way. Well, and one thing that I have found is that a lot of um, high achievers or a lot of people who would say, no, I don't suffer from perfectionism. And, and this mm -hmm. is something that I would say, we actually hide perfectionism under other words. So one word that a lot of people relate to would be health and wellness. And so mm -hmm. the bar is, no, 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 I'm just trying to be the healthiest me, the healthiest me. And then, and, or the fittest, strongest, or 
picture yeah. superlative, right? Yeah. And, and so then we use that club with which to beat ourselves if we don't exercise five times a week or if we eat imperfectly um, yeah. or if we do something that is not, you know, that is not super, you know, doesn't adhere to some sort of rigid plan. And we yeah. spend so much of our life's energy pursuing these these extremes. And as right. you said, these ideals that don't actually exist, which makes it wonderful because it's self-fulfilling. Like it never runs out. It's infinity. Yeah. You can torture yeah, yeah. yourself for infinity. So, so you're talking about releasing yourself and forgiving yourself, but I, I would suppose that that also requires releasing yourself from certain expectations, which yeah. I have found very hard. And I think, mm -hmm. I think redeemed overachievers struggle yeah. with that because your ego gets engaged, right? Yes. And you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. but I'm the exception. Yeah, but I'm the exception. One of my favorite things to say is like, you don't get to be the exception mm -mm. when it comes to self-worth. Like you just don't get to be the exception. Like you wouldn't yeah. talk, you wouldn't treat a stranger the way you talk to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so when we talk about release, you know, there's so many more dimensions, right? Forgiveness is just one aspect sure. of this is one component of this, you know, release. It also means that we need to release the story, release the story that we've always told about ourselves, about the world or the people in it, uh, release the story we have about our past, release the story that we're telling about our fitness, about our weight, about our money that says, you know, Oh, I'm just, you know, I I'm not good with money or I'm just not good with accounting or whatever that is. Right. That's just an ongoing self-perpetual waiting story. And expectation does tie into this. You know, this is a big part of what we talk about as well in my program. And it is that we, we dive into like, what is expectation? Because, you know, we don't even realize that we have unspoken expectations with every relationship every relationship. So there's the spoken expectations, right? My husband and I got married. We had spoken expectations for the two of us to be committed to each other for the rest of our lives. That is a spoken, that's an agreement that we both made in a contract we signed, right? So that is, that is like, okay, there's a, there's an expectation, but then there's all the unspoken expectations, right? The unspoken expectation that he's going to take out the trash, that he's going to, you know, he's going to help me with my dishes or, or my business or with the kids or whatever it is, right? There's all of these subtle and small unspoken expectations in every relationship. And this is also in business, right? Uh, it could be an expectation that, uh, your job will always be there for you an expectation that, um, you know, whatever, I mean, fill in the blank. I mean, yeah, they're just course. everywhere. And, and what I, what I'm trying to say with this is that without knowing that these, these, these unconscious contracts are getting flown everywhere, they're going to continue to hurt you. There's an old saying that says expectation is the root to most heartache. It's the root to most heartache. And it's because it's not really the spoken expectation, it's the unspoken. And then people in your life continue to disappoint you and continue to hurt you. So what we teach to do, you know, something that Ella and I both really strongly agree with is that we need to get very clear with where your expectations are, okay, where you aren't advocating for them, where you're not speaking them, where there isn't the clarity around them, and also where you need to release some. Because some of those expectations were just monkey see, monkey do. This is what you witness mom doing, dad doing, your cousin doing, your grandma doing, right? And so all of a sudden you have these unspoken expectations that are just kind of playing out in your life that don't serve you, but yet it hurts you. So, and, and one thing that I love is 
if you stick around to the end, you'll find out more about, so what do we do about it? Because one thing that yeah. I love about Bonnie is that she's not into quick fixes. <laughs> you you will get your hands dirty with people and really dig deep and get in there and figure out, you know, so, okay, so what are we going to do about it? So yeah. we're not here to tell you that this is easy and Insta. Um, mm -hmm. but this to me is at the root of what personal development is all yeah. about. So talk to me now. We're still at 30,000 feet guys. I know because yes. we're not going to solve this in a 45 minute broadcast, right. but talk to me. So what does resolve look like? Yes. So resolve is my favorite. Okay. And being emotionally intelligent. I mean, I, this first time I'm throwing this word out there, but the truth is emotional intelligence is the basis of everything that I teach. Okay. I'm an emotional intelligence professor. That's what I always say. I'm a mindful master. Uh, and that means it's like emotional intelligence is, is truly your ability to not only understand yourself, to know yourself and how your emotions are influencing, if um, affecting, uh, and participating in every experience and interaction, but even more so is like how to be able to manage those emotions in a way to navigate behavior versus reacting. Oh, well, wait, say that again. <laughs> it's using our emotions as a guide. Okay. is to navigate emotions versus reacting. Okay. And that's what it means to be emotionally intelligent. It's, it's okay to have these moments where you instantly feel angry or hurt or betrayal or sadness or frustration or disappointment or, or whatever, right? I mean, name, name your flavor of emotion. Uh, it's okay to feel that, to feel discouraged, to feel, you know, whatever. It's, it's a much different story of how you respond to it. Okay. I mean, Ella mentioned that in the beginning and there's a quote that really follows what she was saying is that life is 90% of what happens or what happens to you and 10% how you respond to it or something like that. I think I butchered it, but you guys get the point, right? It's 10%. It's 10% what happens and 90% of how you respond to yeah. it. That makes more sense. I was yeah. like, that didn't make any sense, but it's, it's because it's our reaction. It's our response to things. Well, once we get you through the root and the release, right? And we really are just like, it's like kind of like, I want you to imagine the release is kind of like we're opening the floodgates and we're just releasing all the crap that doesn't serve you, right? I mean, all of it, like all the stories, the insecurities, the doubt, all of the behavior, all of the um, patterns that don't serve you. Once you release that and you can just cut the cord, right? From that stuff. Now it comes to the resolve and resolve is where your inner power lies, right? This is what is called your choice. Okay. This is what Ella and I are such huge advocates of, right? When we talk about emotional responsibility, when we talk about, you know, us being able to have that power to change your life. But a lot of times we try to take action without doing the first two steps. We try to just change the results, right? But without doing the deep dive and releasing the old dynamics and really understanding the, the, the purpose of those old dynamics, because you don't do anything without a purpose, right? You do everything on purpose. So even the things that you don't like, even the things you don't like, there's a purpose to why you behave that way. And if without really getting to the root of that, and understanding, like, what is the purpose of this? Like, how is this victimhood playing a role in my life, right? And we really, like, get to, like, oh, this is how it serves me. Yes, we know how it doesn't serve you, but there's a reason why you do it. So there's a way it's serving you. We can replace it. And that's where the resolve is, is where we become completely resolved with our commitment to change. Completely resolved. And, and this is where we embody the change. This is where we not only just make the choice, we become the choice. 
right? In everything that we do. And this is where the physical transformation comes. Because now what we're doing is that we've done the work to unclutter and untangle all of the hurts from the past. And now we're in a position where it says, okay, wait a minute. Now I have the ability to reprogram the way my brain physically works, the way that I emotionally respond, and the way that I interact or react. And we can put all of those systems in place so you become the transformation. Yeah. And that's what resolved is. This is so critical because so much of what we do is now just subconsciously programmed. And so yeah. I love that you start with digging deep into understanding what those programs are. Um, yes. and understanding that they're subconscious in the first place, because so many times we're operating at a conscious level and we don't understand that a lot of what we're doing that we end up calling self-sabotage, um, is habit based on subconscious yeah. beliefs. Okay. So, so I love that you start there, but until you can actually live the change, it's not connecting. You're not able yeah. to truly change habits until you yeah. can connect the subconscious to the conscious. And you can yeah. act differently and start creating different ruts in your brain to override the previous programming. I could, yeah, I'm a little passionate about this. <laughs> Which this is why we're such good friends, you know, because, <laughs> because that's, this is, this is something we connect on and we know because both of us have had to do this, right? You've had to do this. I mean, I got to hear more and more of your story at the retreat uh, and just hearing in business and in your own fitness struggles, all of these areas in, in Ella's life, how she's had to, you know, do these same processes because the resolve piece, right? is like really getting resolved. Like we, we can do without doing the work before we yeah. can, we can do that for a moment, but it's not lasting change. Okay. And so what Ella and I are talking about is permanently changing the way that you respond, react or engage. Okay. And that's what this is about, right? It's not, it's not the quick fix. If you want the quick fix, you know, just go, go get, go get motivated, right? You can get pumped up and rah, rah, shish, kumba, and you, you'll, you'll get motivated for a moment. Right. Uh, we're talking about like, is saying, no, I'm over it. I'm ready to just say, I am at a point where I want to just completely resolve myself of this stuff and, and, and never have to face it again to this degree, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we want to be clear. Like we, life is iterative and you learn, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, we are almost conditioned to believe that life is on some sort of trajectory. So you start at the beginning and you march up, 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 and you end up at some point up here. And, and for those of you who can't see me, I'm pointing to like, you know, the top of a mountain and you have arrived and what yeah. you learn and what can be brutal and beautiful about becoming an adult and the whole maturation process is you realize that it's actually more accurate to describe life as iterative. So you might pass through the same places over and over again, or the same lessons over and over again. But the more you learn and the more open-minded you are to growth, like you have a different experience each, each time you pass through yeah. that gatepost, if you will. So you take something different away and you're like, yeah. you may have started down at the bottom, but you're iterating and iterating and iterating and you're elevating as you sort of spiral upward. Yeah. So, so not to get too meta, but we know that there's not a point of arrival where you're like, well, that's right. done. Like, good for me. I've conquered everything. Let me go start my Instagram page and teach other people how to do this. But what your work does for people and what I believe so passionately in, passionately in is equipping people to keep spiraling upwards and like keep yes. learning with better tools and better tools and more awareness and more awareness. And I yeah. will say you can leave some pretty nasty habits behind if you continue on 
the journey. So the lessons are never, you know, never done. We're never done learning. Right. No. But wow, we don't have to have the same things kick our butt. Like we don't have to keep tripping over the same rocks every right. single time. And it doesn't have to hurt as, as bad or as long, you know, let's take procrastination. Okay. So maybe you're a business owner, right? And I actually get a chance to talk to a lot of entrepreneurs. And one of the biggest things that they'll face is usually procrastination, avoidance, or kind of some kind of reluctance, right? Like call reluctance, uh, you know, sales reluctance. Some I don't kind want to market because it's nasty, right. right. Yeah, right, exactly. And I don't want to be that person, you know, all that stuff, which, you know, is an essential piece of your business you have to do. Well, anyway, so, so when we're talking about that spiral, right, it doesn't mean that you're never going to be, you know, you're never going to face procrastination by doing, you know, getting to the root and releasing it and resolving these issues. What is going to happen is that whereas before is that it would sabotage you for months or years now becomes maybe weeks or days. And then it becomes maybe just hours, right? Where you just, or you find yourself avoiding something for a few hours or maybe for a day, but it's not going to have the same impact to your bottom line, the same impact to your budget, the same impact to your business as it did when you were first doing that first loop, yeah. right? And that first loop was just like, oh, I didn't, my business didn't move for three years. It was in the same place for three years. And, and then all of a sudden it was just like, okay, you can start to elevate to these new levels. So it's really about recognizing, I mean, the same is true when we're dealing with the negative core beliefs, right? When we really get to the, um, to these like core, core beliefs, and this is deep root stuff here is that I'm not worthy. Uh, I, I'm not good enough. You know, no I, one I don't will ever me. love me like the exactly. usual. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, yes, we're laughing about it, but yes, unfortunately, yes, everybody has these to some degree. And again, brutal honesty, you yeah, have to be human condition. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, so it doesn't mean that you'll never face that again. It's just that you're not going to face it with the same intensity the more that you work on it. So whereas, you know, uh, one of the stories, and, and this will be kind of the last thing I leave you guys with on this part, but, you know, one of the things that when I first started my journey, right, that I had a lot of sexual trauma in my history. And, you know, this, this, the, the first time I did a loop around, you know, trying to heal this element of myself, I couldn't say anything without just being just devastated for, and I mean, just a emotionally drained, physically drained. Right. And so now all of a sudden, you know, I've done so many loops around this healing aspect of this, where now I'm in a place where, you know, I can inspire people. Like it doesn't have an emotional impact on me anymore. However, there'll be still moments, right? There'll be moments where something will happen and I'm like, Ooh, right. Ooh, okay. Ah, all right. That Yep. That didn't feel right. And I'm able to assert a boundary, but it doesn't mean that I don't still feel sometimes that knife, you know, like get stabbed at, but it's just, it's more like a needle than a knife, you know, now at this stage. Ooh, that's good. And, and so it just, it's just, I mean, it's, you could apply this to any aspect, you guys, any aspect of your life, whatever it is that you're working through, you know, so what Ella's talking about is like the, as you heal, it just gets beyond easier and easier and easier. Yeah. I mean, a really obvious example for me and for those of you who have ever had any long-term intimate relationship, like the thing things that trigger you in say years one through three, right? The more you learn about yourself, most notably, and the more you learn about your partner, like the, the less, the less you get triggered. If you're, you know, if you're trying, if you're doing the work, if you're paying attention and the more you can actually listen and be like, Oh, he just got me. Like what he just said, tripped something in me. I mean, at, at this point, my husband and I can just use that language. I'm like, wow, you just tripped a trigger for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean I've been triggered. I mean, like you just stepped on a mine. Allow me to tell you why I feel like I need to explode right now. And so we are able to evolve in relationship together. And that's why I think the work that you're doing is so important. 
um, is because you dive deep with people. Again, you don't have to be on the, sh you don't have to be suffering. You don't have to yeah. feel like you're suffering every day. You can just mm -hmm. be a person who wants to turn the dial up in certain areas more. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so I'm talking to all of you, but what I like about what you do, Bonnie, is you get in with people and you work with them for like a year, right? Tell me, I yeah. know one of the things that we're building toward is I really want to share uh, some work that you're doing, the Over yeah. It Academy. And I want you to tell us what that's about. And meanwhile, my dog is freaking out. <laughs> So, well, I, I, will, I will be happy to share about that. Um, you guys, so again, like Ella and I have been talking about, like it isn't just a result, something that we can fix in just a matter of hours, right? So this is why, you know, we decided to create the year-long program. Because when people ask me, Bonnie, how did you change your life? I love this on podcasts. I get interviewed a lot. Like, what is the one thing you did? And I can't help but just crack up, right? Because I mean, I wish if there was one thing, if I could put it in a capsule, right? Yeah, that and give was easy. Feel, right? And just say, just take this pill and you're just magically going to be healed. Okay, perfect. Yay. Solve problem solved. I would, I would bottle it up and sell it for two bucks a pop, right? Like, I mean, like I would, but that's not how change works. And I, I know, you know, that you're a conscious person. I mean, your, your community of conscious people. And so it takes a while because what we're talking about is physically changing the way that the brain works. All right. So when we talk about the subconscious, it takes a while to get to the root, root and really map out these dynamics because it isn't just your dynamics. You have family dynamics that play a role into this as well. We have a lot of history, a lot of muck that needs to be sorted through. And, and then we have to decide what I always say is kind of like that. We open the filing cabinets of the mind and then we have to go through each file and you have thousands of files and decide, okay, is this a keeper or is this misfiled? Because unfortunately, a lot of the information in the mind is misfiled. It's filed, you know, where it should be under confidence and strength and is filed under an insecurity instead of oh, it I being. I love that. I love that illustration. Yeah, it is. And so we have to go through these files and say like, okay, wait a minute. This, this incident in my life actually proved how resilient I am. It didn't prove how weak I was, but yet it's been filed under this evidence to say you've been weak and pathetic for your whole life. And so we're like, wait a minute, we need to reorganize this. And so that takes a while, right? I mean, it takes a while to like go through all of those files, to reorganize them, to put them in the right place, to, re to start shredding papers that don't serve us, right? Shredding stories that don't serve us, shredding behaviors that don't serve us. And then getting to the resolve part, right? And then getting, okay, now who's my new identity, right? Like, who do I want to be? Like, we, when we talk about conscious creation, like, I'm talking about consciously creating not just the life that you live by design, but the responses you have, the feelings you have, the thoughts you have, the knee-jerk reactions that you have, right? Really getting into um, a, a reprogram the brain. So it's, it's about physically changing that because- if we're going back to the root scenario, right? I mean, we plant something. I just planted a garden just recently, if anybody follows me on, on social media. So I just planted a garden. You know, those roots are just starting to take off. So it takes a little time to, to really kind of plant them, uh, to let them grow. And so the new you can not only shine, but it just, it comes out triumphant and victorious on the other side. And it says, no, 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 this is my identity. This is my identity. So my people can come to you and do what? Like, what is the Over It Academy? Are you working in groups? Are you working with individuals? So we, it's actually a comedy, it's a group, it's a group program, but it, it's, um, it is so intimate because our classroom sizes aren't very large, 
right? So our classroom sizes um, are relatively small. They're usually 20 people or less. Uh, and you, that is your pod. Those are your people for the entire year. And you get a lot of me. So what we do is that we have, it's very, the I always joke, it's like the academic approach um, because we have a, an entire online system where every, three times a month you do what we call three weeks on, one week off. And you are going to um, watch a video and you're going to do homework because, again, we need to physically change. Uh, and to physically change means we have to take action. But it's it's increments, right? So it's not going to completely disrupt your life. And, and, and it's just it's just enough action to create the change we need over time. And in addition to that, though, is where you're going to show up on these group calls. And this is where I get to coach you. This is where I get to get invested in your life and really finding out what's going on and how we can apply this stuff and where you might not be digging deep enough. Because the truth is like, we're all limited by our own, our own perceptions and our own barriers. And though I'm giving you all the tools to dig deeper, sometimes it takes that outside perspective to call you out and say like, oh, interesting. Like you think you're working on this where, where we need to work is down here on this. And we can like go like boop, boop. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh my gosh, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to see this and that's okay because that's what we need to work on. And so that's, re that's really what, um, you know, the program is, I mean, it's tons of accountability. It's ton of support. Like it's change, you know, on a level that you're not doing it by yourself because yeah. it requires a community. Yeah. I'll be really honest with you. One of the reasons I wanted to share the over Academy with everybody was because I don't offer this. And yeah. so it's incredibly important to me to help those people who are ready to dig deeper and offer someone that I know, like, and trust and like give them a resource that I'm not able to provide right now because I have other demands. So, so yeah. I mean, honestly, Bonnie's work is an extension of what I would wish for you and what I want for you. And that's why I wanted her to come on and to tell you about it. So Bonnie, I'm going to put a link in the show notes and also in yeah. the, the comments under this video where it's live on Facebook and share with people how they can find out more. Um, yeah. And I just want to let you guys know, I mean, you know me guys, you know that I only talk about things that I believe in myself. And um, this is one of those things. So for those of you who are, I knew there was a cat. I knew it. <laughs> She only ever pests. I try to be so subtle. She tries only pests me when I'm doing video. Only video. I mean, I swear to you, you she guys, never comes. In. The poor people who are listening to this on podcast. We've had a dog incident and a cat incident, but it's fine. It's fine. So you guys, all the information you need, we won't drone on and on. You have a day to get to, but all the information that you will need will be in the comments or the show notes, depending on where you discover this. Bonnie, let's throw something fun for my listeners. What can we do for my listeners? Give me an exclusive. Well, you know, there is, I, I love this, right? No pressure, buddy. Come up with something quick. Go, go, go. Uh, oh, and live. <laughs> we do, yeah, we do actually. So what's been really fun, Ella, is that I offered 10 spots um, where not only the people who are going to sign up, so it's first come, first serve, whoever signs up with the program, they're going to receive $2,000 with additional one-on-one -on -one coaching with me because I only take on about 10 clients a year. So this is, I mean, this is a big imp impact wow. on my schedule, yeah. but this is where we can take this work on a much deeper level because then it's not, we're not just in a group format where I can talk to you, you know, maybe every other week or once, you know, once a week, okay. if I, if I get a chance in this group program. Um, but it really is where I can effectively start to say, okay, what's going on in your world. And so we had only one of those spots less, but what I'll do is I'll actually offer it to the first three people, um, from your tribe. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're saying $2,000 worth of one-on-one -on -one coaching. 
Correct. In addition to the program. Yeah. Which the program, okay. you know, it's, it's, it's so extensive. I mean, we offer all of you guys, just so you know, is that you actually have six check-in calls with a coach um, that you could use at any time. So if you get stuck or something in the program, you can use them, but here's, what's amazing. And this is why I am just so grateful that I do the work that I do is because my students haven't used those. And that tells you how much support you get, right? That tells you how much investment that you have is that my students rarely ever use those 15 minute check-ins. They don't feel that they need it. Okay. And so it, that is a testament to the work, right? It's a testament to how extensive and how, you know, we have, I mean, just demonstration videos for every single thing. So if you get hung up or confused or there's just, there's, there's, there is videos okay. to explain what's going on. And uh, so it's really powerful, but this is just a layer. Like I said, my schedule doesn't allow me to take on a lot of one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, I usually, like I said, 10 a year. Yeah. Uh, it's all I take on is because that's, I mean, it takes a lot of attention as you know, to do one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so that is going to be something we offer exclusively with you guys as well. So if you go to the page and you're interested in learning more, get on my calendar. Okay. There is multiple links that says book now, book now, book now, you know, just get on my calendar. Let's talk for 20 minutes That's and see if it's right. That's a free thing, you guys. It's That's free. just like yeah. talk to Bonnie or talk to a member of her team for 15, yeah. 20 minutes and it's free. So that's just if yeah. you want to learn more, because this is a commitment and it's a really worthwhile yeah. commitment, but it's not for the faint of heart and it's not for people who aren't ready for lasting change. That's the truth. Yeah. yeah I say you have, you have to want it because <laughs> it requires a commitment. It requires a commitment of your work and your time, your effort, your energy, but it's doable. I mean, all of the students have graduated, have changed. And I say, read their stories. There are tons of stories that are on that, uh, that are on that page. Um, I always say too, if you need to, you can talk to somebody in my community. My students love championing this. You know, if you don't hear it from me, don't hear it from Ella, like we believe in it hear it from somebody else. Like they, like they, they are the living Testament of what this does because they did the work and it is just so beautiful. And I'm so humble. And I, I can't even tell you how grateful I am to do what I do. Bonnie, I'm so glad you do what you do. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you want me to do more of this, you need to let me know in the comments. Okay. Because as you can see, I don't have camera ready hair most days. It's gorgeous. <laughs> but I'll get over it. If you guys say that you want more of this. Bonnie, thank you as always. Love you, mean it. Yeah, same here, girl. Bye, Bye. guys. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com, where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are, quite simply, awesome.